Hello everyone, welcome to the new companions. This is episode 16. Um, and I have two amazingly awesome guests with me today. I have Sound and I have Ninja Monkey 0169. And today we're going to be talking about an interesting topic. It's going to be the Crown Store. My god, yes, the Crown Store, which has had some backlash recently, or even probably more so, like, even, you know, before that, I don't know. Um, I've just noticed it a bit more recently. But um, <laughs> I'm going to introduce our guest very quickly. <clears throat> My voice is a bit hoarse today. First of all, Sound, hello. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Just just quite well? Not, like, just amazing quite. well? I guess it's Sunday, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's today. Um, I don't experience the normal Monday through Friday just now, but you know, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. You know, hanging out here with some some fun boys, and we're gonna talk about some fun hot topics. <laughs> so what do you what do you do? You people are listening to this on uh, different places. Maybe they just want to know a little bit about you and what you actually do. So. Um, my uh, my username on Twitch, of course, is Sound Illustrations, because uh, I go by Sound. That's kind of like my my handle name. But I do music, or I don't do music. I do um, art mostly, and then I do video games, and I hang out and just have a good time. I'm not really here to do this for full time. I just do it for fun, kind of thing. We play video games, so a combination of ESO, various MMOs, and story driven content. And definitely love, like, we're super into Pokemon. Like, when Sword and Shield comes out, going to be into that. So, but that's that's what we do. We like to hang out and have fun. Awesome stuff. Okay, all the links for uh, these guys are going to be in the actual description as well. So, if you do want to go and check them out, I would highly recommend them to go and check them out on Twitch and all the places. Ninja Monkey 169 how are you doing today, sir? Are you good? Tremendous... Uh... You're tremendous. I, yeah, I am yeah, just tremendous. Amazing. It's a subtle fat joke, but yeah. <laughs> what do you do on... Uh, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, we are content creators for uh, Twitch and YouTube. Uh, we dabble in Twitter. Not very well, but we're working on it. Uh, you dabbled in Twitter uh, and working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most Mostly the Elder Scrolls Online. We do play other games. Uh, Fallout 76... Uh, I, we're looking at doing a Gears of War five. Really got nice. excited when I was watching it on this uh, this guy's channel during his baldathon or something. I don't, I don't know like that. It was it was it was pretty cool though. It is a lovely game indeed. So cool. Ninja Monkey does a lot of housing as well on Elder Scrolls Online when he streams. Uh, he is a housing man, so I think he calls himself. Is it, is it a lot? I mean, it feels like a normal amount. A normal amount. I mean, I don't yeah. do it at all. So I mean. <laughs> I've only to me. just now gotten into housing, and I've been playing since uh, One Tamriel a little before that. Oh, wow. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. It's an exciting <laughs> time to be a housing answer. Well, housing, <laughs> housing stuff comes up on the store, um, which is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, this is a topic that I wasn't sure if I really wanted to tackle, in all honesty, because there's been some recent things happening. Uh, in the UK, funnily enough, actually, uh, which which means that. You know, if the if the English government are picking up on something, you know, and they're not getting money out of it, and well, they must be getting money out of it um, at some point in time in terms of all the things. Um, 
basically, if the English government are worried about something, it, it's got to be pretty bad, potentially, because normally they don't give a rat's ass. Um, <laughs> that's just my okay. personal opinion. And it could get into politics, but we're not going to do that. Um, but basically, so what we're talking about is the Crown Store. If you don't know what the Crown Store is, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, I'm not talking about the, the English government or against the Elder Scrolls Online, just in case you're wondering. Um, it's just uh, generally they had some people coming into the the, um, the government, some politicians asked them some questions. It was mainly around things like loot boxes and people paying money uh, for stuff on store in games like FIFA, Fortnite, and uh, other stuff as well. Which which is going to be a little bit about this conversation, but it's more specifically about Elder Scrolls Online and uh, the store, whether or not we feel that it's too expensive, whether or not we think it's just right, whether or not we think it's value for money, um, and all these things, because people have mentioned a few bits and pieces, and actually sounds said something the other day on Twitter, um, which kind of triggered me to be like, okay, I've been thinking about this, and now this is a person I've wanted to have on here, this is a good thing to talk about, <laughs> now I can have them on the podcast, um, and uh, so I thought this would be a good idea, so what I'm going to start with, it really is... Um, how do you guys think feel generally not talking about something specific because it's a very general question but when you're shopping on the on the store do you feel like generally it's quite do you think it feel like it's fair i mean obviously there's so many different products and we're going to talk about them all um do you, how do you feel when you're on there like is it like oh god this is really expensive or oh, this is okay or what are your general very general sweeping feelings about it um, sound, sorry. You can go. Uh, I usually feel like... I wish I could get this in-game. Because as someone who does a lot of, like, PvE and uh, light PvP content, I feel like I, I, I... When I get my skins, I have nothing else to hunt for. I'm just gold grinding. And I will admit, I use the Tamriel Gold Exchange, uh, Crown Exchange, because then I have something to dump my gold into. I feel really disappointed because i went back and i started playing like activision blizzard's game world of warcraft they have so much in their game that i can just sit there and grind out by just playing the game instead of putting crowns into elder scrolls online um guild wars 2 has their crown to gold conversion thing as well too where you can grind out your gold and get your in-game currency so it's kind of a dump that way too for the economy but I want to play a game. I want to be rewarded for either like achievements of time or achievements of skill and earn it through that. So I'm a little disappointed that um, games are slowly, slowly t taking away features, even if it's just cosmetics, which cosmetics is part of playing your game. You want your characters to look good. You want your houses to look nice. Well, yes, That's well, part of the enjoyment. MMOs. I mean, MMOs is all about, we all know fashion is the end game, really. I mean, I it started is. doing it at the end of and, my stream for like an hour yesterday. And I do have a bit of a high horse opinion on it. Like, it's it's an unfortunate thing that everything's all like gotcha and like just broken down, nickeled and dime and stuff like that. And it's not fair to anybody playing it. Like, what happened to just games just being one done sent out and dlc was just an enhancement or something like that the, the whole cash shop thing we were like oh this is 
this is just a mobile game thing, but now it's coming into mainstay games that are not mobile games. So at this point, this issue has gone beyond mobile games, and the Crown Store definitely reflects that environment because all the other big games are doing it. So they're like, oh, well, we have to do it as well to stay competitive because obviously that's the trend and that's what people want, whether it's true or not. And people do it, so that, you know, only encourages it as well. And people aren't going to stop. They're just not... Then, then we can talk about it, like you know, we can talk about it until the cows come home. But people just won't stop. I mean, the big P, you know, like I mean, you you linked me some Jim Sterling videos. I've been watching mm-hmm. him since I can remember. You know, one of the first people started bringing this up years ago, um, and now governments and people are talking to him as a professional about these kind of things, which is kind of cool actually, because uh, Jim Sterling's pretty awesome. Um, yes. Okay. Well. Before we start getting further down the line, let's ask Ninja Monkey zero one six nine. I'm gonna. Am I calling you Monk today, or am I calling you? What, what am I calling you? Sure. Whatever's easiest. Whatever's easiest. <laughs> Jim, is that okay? <laughs> or and just one word. Um, how do you feel generally? Just just sweeping comments about like the store. Uh, yeah, uh, sweeping comments. I. I like to support uh, uh, constant support of the video game. So the the concept of the one and done, like Sound was saying, is is over with. A constant support model where they keep employees on hand to fix, enhance, mm-hmm. break sometimes. Uh, the game costs mm-hmm. money, so I, I, I like to support them. And I consider... Uh, uh, video gaming my my hobby and as hobbies go even even pounding the crown store on a quarterly basis you know with large quantities of cash uh is cheap by comparison uh to most hobbies out there really um like if you were if you were a, a woodworker or something like that in your spare time the just the tools for that would be vastly exorbitant and i i do feel that some people take you know their hobby or sometimes gambling uh way too far and that's that's a personal control thing but yeah i like i like supporting the uh the content creators there you go i mean that's and that's another view on the thing you know it's it's all about how I guess our perspective, what we're doing with the actual thing, the content in the first place, um, and that's cool. You know, that's absolutely fine in that in that respect. Um, and you know, I I kind of agree with that as well. You know, we should, if we want to support the game, and we want the game to keep going, you know, um, barring subs and whatnot as well. And some people don't pay for a sub; they just buy something off the store every month. Um, it's important that people do buy stuff, but then it's also important to think, you know, is this, is this priced, is this too expensive? Is this worth the money? Um, is this encouraging certain things? Oh, worth the money. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Well, that's what we're going to come to. This is digital content. This isn't, this isn't real life, tangible things. If Mm. you move on to another video game, this isn't coming with you. This is a hobby. This is an extra. This is Mm. a form of entertainment. And the other thing. Which is good for your your mental capacity or whatever like that. It's very important for mental health. But 
and if god forbid anything were ever to happen like Zenimax decides hey zos because Zenimax, so it's Zenimax, and then zos is underneath it because they're online studios mm -hmm. and Zenimax basically is the dictate like here's your allowance little zos here's what you can do and here's how much money we need you to generate they can afford a lot more if you go and look up Zenimax's earnings and how much they're worth as a company versus Zoss, mm -hmm. they can definitely afford, afford to support the studio a lot more. So, like, I agree we should support content creators and everything like that, but at the cost of what? And being that this is a digital hobby, if the game were to shut down, all of that investment is gone because this yeah, is a digital-based game. at the server? Oh, that'd just be the end of it. Yeah. Uh, everything that you would have is gone I forever. There's a couple of rabbit holes with that. Like, it's not that it's flawed logic, but yeah. it's that it's very unfortunate that Zenimax Media Incorporate strangleholds the sense of the creativity and says, we need this cash shop to make this much money. So go out and do it. That's, I mean, Make that's very. That I mean, I don't really know anything about this specifically, but I don't think it's it's definitely not a unusual oh, yeah, thing the, to the happen. It's definitely funneled to the top. Like that's. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's, it's just it's the, the trend it's in every other industry. It's the same with NCSoft with Guild Wars Two. It's the same with EA. It's the same with all of these guys. And this is a like general... you see, you see NCSoft in Perfect World constantly canning their games if they're not making money. Yeah. So yeah, like. Uh, Good Lord, Wildstar, and anything. And those are just those are just Western games that you can name off the top of your head. There's a lot of more Eastern games yeah. that are constantly getting canned, and they have far worse microtransactions built into their game, where they have like pay-to-win features and stuff like that. Zoss's is more pay for convenience and pay for cosmetic, which are still part of the game, but you're paying for it instead. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Part of the game there's other parts of the game <laughs> <laughs> somewhere i mean you know it does they do exist okay right right so what we're gonna do is we're gonna start going down the list i have now every show i have a document which i send out to these guys it's just notes that i kind of have um i don't know maybe i'll start sending this out to the chat if it wasn't so messy um but it does have some nice information like how much crowns are worth for example depending on how much you spend on the store now i went down the rabbit hole on this um unfortunately i started working out things and because i'm interested i once i start researching i researching is a thing that i enjoy to do um enjoy to do wow <laughs> i can speak english perfectly well people um but so just as a little bit of a background tiny bit um basically so in belgium this was this was over this might have been about a year ago as well they actually banned or were in the process of i'm not did they ban loot crates from from was it fifa or something like that um a while ago and i think they're doing it generally like i think they actually banned for guild wars 2 someone might have to just 100 percent confirm that for me um in chat or wherever but it's basically so if you don't know what a loot crate is or a black lion chest in guild wars 2 or a crown crate in eso you basically open a crate and you have a chance to get something so you know in, in guild wars 2 for example you've got three slots in eso and I'm, t I'm talking about guild wars 2 a lot as well because i play that as my other main game um mm -hmm. but in eso specifically you get a certain amount of slots turn over a card and you get something it's all rng it's all luck um there's no skill or anything involved uh, you pay money, you open this thing. Okay, it's a bit like a it's a bit like a slot machine, I guess, in a way. You pull the 
lever down, you know, the things come. Or like you probably get a little bit more of a reward from an ESI than in a casino. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah the the old dopamine hit indeed. Um, Ever since these came out, personally, I've I've always hated them. I think they're the worst thing in the world. I get I get a good I do get that feeling as well which I also hate and the other day I opened 15 because I was doing some research I was like is this worth it it's you know I did it on stream I felt good I got three mounts you know it, which was really lucky <laughs> and, and you know it was for me it was fun and it was enjoyable but I kind of felt bad doing it because I was like this is research but I got three mounts and it's like okay so I'm kind of feeding this thing um but in the UK, as as I mentioned at the beginning, they're actually brought in people from uh, the marketing from Epic Games talking about Fortnite and also someone from EA specifically talking about FIFA um, and <clears throat> about the idea that these crates, for example, and these card packs or whatever in FIFA and, and specifically in FIFA, like if you get if you open a card pack, for example, you can get something which can make you better at the game because you get a good player or something. So it's technically a bit pay to win. Um, just, so just to just to make sure we're on the same page, FIFA is yeah. the soccer game, right? Yeah, 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 soccer yeah. game. That's right. Soccer slash football. If you're in Europe, <laughs> wow, what's that noise? I I thought you might key in on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to. Um, <laughs> But uh, so basically, you could uh, get paid, and this is their worry. You know, they're worried about um, kids spending money on these kinds of things. And I think they did a poll or something where you know, like uh, eleven to thirteen year olds, like thirty one percent of the the ones they asked had like paid for, you know, loot boxes. And there's stories about people spending like sixty two thousand dollars or something on RuneScape, um, which is something uh, Sound actually linked to me as well. So Sound can probably talk about this even more, but. Um, you know, this is just giving you an idea of the world. So I'm setting the scene right now. This is not specifically my opinion. I'm just kind of giving it um, as information. That loot crates could be starting to face a little bit of a backlash from people. Um, you know, and, and parents and people worried about these things. And, and, you know, we might be talking as adults, you know, Ninja saying, you know, I want to support Zoss. And there's very much that side of it. And then there's also the other side where people spend an insurmountable amount of money on these things. Um, and you know MMORPGs being the things you know for us it's not just for Christmas you know it's kind of you get very invested it's almost like a second life um, and then when you start to you know gamble on these things and pay for loot crates and stuff like that it gets a, it can get worrying I feel for people because MMOs are addictive you know video games are addictive and this is this is an, an important thing um, to remember and also the fact that you know they help people as well so i would rather keep the, them helping people than, rip, than taking people's money and you know them obviously you no know, turning away from it and completely in the end wow i am on, on i'm not on my soapbox or anything i just went off on one apologies <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mental health thing and you know what i'm like with that kind of stuff um it's extremely predatory like they mm-hmm. it, there is a a copyrighted design how to quote target whales and how to target people to get them to spend more money at all levels high spenders medium spenders and low spenders and they literally break down the mechanics what you should put in a gatekeep for different games like this is for other games but you can kind of see it in eso especially now as much as we love twitch drops on so many levels it also has a flip side for the business the 
uh, gems that you get out of the Twitch crates kind of puts you like, oh, I just need 20 more gems. I'll just buy a loot box and then I'll get that last 100 gems I need to get the skin or the 400 gems I need to get the mount that just came out in the new loot crate season or something like that. Mm. Um, so that's a way that they target in low spenders. Um, and then they have the high spenders where they're buying the houses and stuff like that. And they're buying the housing packs. So as you can see, there's a wide I, variety. I qualify as a high spender. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it's, it's definitely very targeting on a mental health level based off of the eco economic status of the player. And it has very many different ways that it targets people like there are people who are like oh i want gold in this game i don't have time i'll use the crown exchange and i will buy 50 bucks because i work a 40-hour work week and i just need a little gold here to buy something in game yeah so i'll exchange the the crowns i have for the gold that i need okay. so that that's just how it is like whether it, it's for better or for worse and it's an unfortunate practice that does prey upon people who have different mental addictions. Fair. That's fair enough. Absolutely. Ninja, how do you feel about the whole, the whole loot crate thing? Are you like, and someone said it in chat, you know, like what, what about games where you don't pay for a sub fee? You don't pay for the base game. Like how, how do they make money? I mean, I mean, Jesus, I mean, you don't have to, you know, go for it and say, you know, how do they make money? But just to, you know, <clears throat> add that. I mean, there obviously are other ways, but um, how do you feel about the crown crates? Like, you probably open them on stream, much like I do. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, I do. Uh, I do sixty crown crates uh, per season. So when they come out with a new a new season, um, that's that's me capping myself because, like you said, if mm. if you're not attentive on this, uh, it can become an addictive thing. And I, I recommend that everybody give themselves a cap that's within their, their budget. Mm -hmm. I advise everybody have a budget and that somewhere in that budget, it says entertainment this much and then don't overspend. Um, Cause it is, and it, you know, it's not, it's not just crown crates. It's our entire uh, Western civilization has this deep rooted, uh, advertising campaign for every little thing, particularly with the computer algorithms now suggesting what different types of toasters that you might enjoy. Um, it's very easy to get carried away with things that are shiny and pretty and useless. Mm -hmm. So Ninja's telling us that he has seven different toasters, all different colors with lights and everything. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> uh, don't kink shame me. <laughs> Listen, Thursday Blue Toast Day is very important. <laughs> blue Toast. I've got one that puts a little John Wayne on there. <laughs> it's very important. My boyfriend already informed me that we have to get the Razor Toaster when that comes out. Actually, so yes, yeah, that's can. happening. <laughs> wow is that is that the seventeen inch model with the uh, touchscreen? And it's going to have like, it's going to be chroma keyed and it'll sync up with the rest of your chroma products and put a yes. little razor yes. burn into it. But but we can agree on, on the point that the, that these fancy shiny things are unnecessary in our lives. Mm -hmm. Correct. This is, this is a first world problem. And it's, it's one that since we're living here in the first world, we need to address and it's important to talk about. Exactly. Um, yeah. So my first thought about that is it's entertainment. Mm. It's a hobby. It, it has a place in our lives, but 
we need to define what that place is for each individual uh, based on uh, your involvement with it and uh, your actual income. Very and it important. can and it can be hard to have that conversation and have that grip on your reality, especially if like for me, Guild Wars Two was my wake up call because I got really big into the fashion in that game and really big into like, oh, I can have unlimited character slots as long as I keep putting money into this and throwing my credit card at it. I maxed out a credit card in college. I was super, super, super depressed and oh. no one was there to talk to me and tell me what to do. The MMO was an escapism and the money was just whatever, just put it on the credit card. I like, I like the term wake up call. Uh, I had one myself pre-video games actually uh magic the gathering card-based oh, game yeah yeah wow. as soon as i had an actual income that went from hobby to obsession <gasps> addiction yeah, so obsession, we, had dial, addiction. We, we had to dial that back really quick did you have a wake-up call jebro at some point no, i actually have never i've never dealt with this um because and actually i didn't even know you guys had so that is actually completely. You didn't know we had Magic the Gathering. Oh, <laughs> no, I know. I mean, oh I my god! Know Let that. me go get my Kamigawa. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my obsessions. No, no. This is what put it, it me in. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have oh, no, to be I know. Yeah, video yeah. games or games. Like, um, have you ever had a wake-up call where you found yourself as a human being being way too involved with something? I mean, I do, but that's a bit too mid deep for this podcast. But, you know, I mean, it, it, and essentially, you know, what Sound is talking about. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, a, you know, I'm about to start university going into clinical mental health. I used to be a therapist and addiction is something that I used to deal with. I had a client, you know, um, I've had clients in the past with drug addictions, addictions to different things, um, you know, grief counseling, depression, everything else. And um, that is, you know, why this is one of the things that is important you know to me and obviously from the sounds of it to sound and and then just thinking about it as well obviously in terms of before when he was magic the gathering it is online now so you can continue that if you wanted to <laughs> <laughs> don't go and play it's addictive um it is actually really good but <laughs> i'm gonna shut up now um that's that was the thing for you sound so like you know like you said you grabbed hold of that thing uh, and MMOs, they do help in video games, you know, to a degree. And I actually had, back when I was in therapy, when I was very young, um, I actually had someone, a therapist, say to me, you know, this is an escapism, this is good if it's helping you continue to do it, but track yourself, you know, um, make sure that you are not spending too much. I had that person there to tell me, um, thankfully, because um, otherwise I could have. I mean, when I was, I think when I had video games specifically when I was growing up and around that time, you couldn't buy these things. You couldn't purchase these things, um, which I'm thankful for because I could have ended up in a similar situation. Um, that's such a really interesting story as well, actually. Um, but yeah, so it can be, and it's like anything, you know, we have to stress that, you know, this can apply to anything. It can apply to, you know, gambling. It can apply to drinking. It can be applied to anything you can do regularly and get a good feeling out of. You know, you can be addicted to anything. So that's very important to remember. Um, but then when it feels more predatory and it's more available and, you know, it's easy to do, 
you know, and you put your credit card details in once and then that's it, you know, it's important that that is monitored or capped in some kind of way or, you know, there's some duty of care. I think it is important. And that may sound, people may be listening to this or watching this and think, you know, that's very care bear, you know, people just sort their lives out. They should just do this, that, the other. And it's like, we're not all the same people. That's not the way the world is. It's, it's a way, you know, you have to think about the fact that these things are exist, you know, there's horror stories of people, you know, like a kid racking up $62,000 or whatever, um, you know, a kid in the UK, like thousands and thousands of pounds because his parents one day put in this, um, you know, their credit card and they would just rinse, you know, they rinse them and they're in so much debt. Obviously, that is a parent thing. Like if their kid is being able to get access to their credit card, that is, I feel like that is a parent thing as well, obviously, but, you know, it's still responsibility of the company. You know, how? Why is it so easy to do this shit? Um, and that's another soapbox again. I'm not another time because um, <laughs> that's easy well, to I mean, do. No, no, it's a, it's a d- important distinction when you're when you're talking about things like uh, what's what's the difference between an adult and a child mm-hmm. um, taking on these issues. Um, you know, we were talking about fiscal responsibility and setting aside, you know, a budget for this sort of thing. Um, what's the allowance? You know, the, yeah. the child should be given an allowance for these things if if that's within the finances. Um, but yeah, just letting them letting anybody run willy nilly on this stuff is is a horrible, horrible idea. And and what's happening is. Um... Yes, it, you should have a budget and everything. Having a hobby is great and having a limitations and knowing it. But what's happening is, like, I was playing um, the new Cooking Mama game, let's just say for an example. Mm. On what's, what's Cooking Mama about? Cooking Mama is just like a little, just a, it's a mini game with like a lot of cool little mini game features. You cook recipes, you set up a farm and you grow plants and you go fishing. So it's just a fun, casual game. It used to be exclusively on the Nintendo DS, but they recently released it onto the mobile market. And I downloaded it on my tablet the other night so I could just play the little game real quick in the bed. So um, is it a uh, microtransaction It's riddled game? Yes, it's riddled in it. And every five seconds, I'm getting a little pop up saying, hey, buy this so you can make your game go faster. And for me, that was Cityville. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Keep going. Little kids (laughs) will be like, oh, mommy, I need this so I can keep playing the game. They don't understand that that's costing them money. And maybe maybe the parents don't understand that it's costing them money because it's just it's just saying, hey, keep playing more. Put in like. 200 coins it's called coins it's not called dollars and then you click on the cash up oh 200 coins is five dollars okay i'll get five dollars kind of thing Mm. so it's a lot of like yes the parents should have a budget limit on the kid and yes the kid needs to understand that that's money but the game is literally encouraging you to put in money to continue to play it and that's what's happening so that's the mobile market game mm-hmm. and that's a trend and their trends have been in terms of like how much money they generate like clash of can't clans oh. like you can open up makes shit tons of money oh, um yeah, and yeah. like all of these games like, like ea and all the big big third party uh producers are like we want that kind of money we want that yeah. in a triple a studio and we want to make it big and that's mm, why we're seeing it in mmos phones, right 
yeah we all have phones right <laughs> well mobile I, I mobile gaming that on the stage. oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh mobile oh gaming my god. is like is is I mean, with the, I mean, thinking about like the Stadia, Stadio, however you say it, when whatever. Where you don't own anything. And like, yeah, I mean, when all of this stuff like starts to come, you know, we're all, we're only going to need a screen basically and, and a controller or a mouse and a keyboard mm-hmm. or something. And the blur between console PC and mobile is, is diminished yeah. because and of Stadia. Exactly. I mean, it's, then... it's like all of this is, is in, and that's why they said, you know, like five or six years ago, maybe even further along, like I when i used to shout cost for esl and other companies there would always be like you know mobile gaming is the future and it doesn't necessarily mean on your telephone like having an app it just means you know the accessibility to this thing you'll be able to do it for your phone because unlike you guys said you know we've all got cell phones um and so like that that then becomes more dangerous i mean that's down the line i don't know i mean it's very cool like i like the fact that we're going to be able to do all this stuff but it does scare me a little bit like you know like you say and i've played i've played these games you know clash of clans i played um what is it clash royale the you know the tower defense game you know when you which technically they're kind of pay to winny if you you know want to get there and do it faster and you want to be competitive you have to spend money quickly mm-hmm. like to do it quickly because otherwise you have to wait um and you know we're human beings and you know greed is a thing and we want the things and we want them now and that's just the human like especially now i mean again you know soapbox all that kind of stuff um aside you know that's kind of the way the world has kind of become in a way in, and that's just my own personal opinion um and i'm not saying this is everyone and but you know we want the things and we want the things fast you know advertising and we've kind of been molded in this way and it's 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 it is scary um just personally for me just watching people i know talking to people clients you know and i've got this people have talked to me in depthly about this these kinds of things and their addictions to things and it is you know i mean it's always been there but now more than ever you know because we've got the internet and all this stuff we want the things and maybe we'll want the things on the Elder Scrolls Crown store which I'm actually going to get back to right now because otherwise I can start going on about other stuff um, um, it, it is it is kind of a box of worms because it, it really does tie into the rest of our lives right now it's it's uh, all across the spectrum one affects the other like the the fact that mobile games are allowed to do this that it is seen socially acceptable and there's not enough outcry against it. Other game producers are like, oh, okay, and, you know, give us $200 so you can get a notable home, so you can put all your PVE achievements in it. That's basically what happened to me. That's why I is, got into is housing. It a, is it a good house? Uh, <laughs> um, I, got house the, is I got the Falkree house because uh-huh. I could get it with gold because <laughs> nice. I didn't want to, I couldn't afford the crowns for any of the notable homes. So yeah, I didn't. Yeah, a little, little sad that you can't gift houses. Yeah, without, a little sad on that. putting a ticket in. But I mean, even then, that's putting money into the game, and these are really ridiculously priced houses. I have, it's insane to me how much they cost for yeah. for for what they are. Okay, wait, well, wait, we... so you wouldn't buy a thousand dollar home? Oh, well, we're going to talk about this. We're going to get yeah this. In, in game digital content. We are going to get a thousand dollar home. Oh my god, <laughs> we'll get there soon. I promise. We're almost there. Um, okay, so. 
do you guys feel that maybe in ESO there could be? Do, do you agree with loot crates being in in the game? Is this something you feel is fine? Do you feel like you know this is this is a good thing? This is absolutely you know what people should be able to just manage their own money, manage their lives, and just buy these crates. And the RNG is okay, <laughs> and everything else. Like I'm not giving my opinion about this. I'm just you know asking you guys. So Ninja, do you think like? Loot crates, good thing, bad thing, like medium. Uh, crown, crown crates. Crown crates. Are, yeah, are we talking about the same thing? Crown crates, specifically, specifically ESO related crown crates. This oh, is in okay. the ESO specifically podcast. ESO crown. Related. Yeah, with, with I feel like uh, the only acceptable answer to a question like this is we should all spend more time outside meditating in fields with grass. <laughs> that and any response otherwise is. Inherently bad and frowned upon in our our current society. Um, I, again, I, I find it as an alternative way to support my content creators mm-hmm. who make wonderful things for me. And the best thing about uh, spending money in this manner is, if I disagree with something they're doing, I can remove uh, my funds from their game. Yeah. Voting with your money is very powerful, but if you never spent any to begin with, uh, you're not you're not on the board. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, no, no. You're, I think you're saying like you know, if you, this is something where you you don't really contribute to it anyway, and you kind of just playing the game like a base yeah. level, you're not really paying for anything. You're not paying for a sub. You're not paying yeah, for it, a DLC. It's, it's good to have a, it's good to have a voice. Um, yeah, and nothing nothing speaks louder to. Uh, people who only see numbers then decreasing their numbers mm-hmm. it would take a lot though because like we live in a post-capitalist society where like voting for your wallet doesn't work on a larger scale scene but with sauce being small as it is it can and it's obvious that they're starting to wake up either because they're seeing trends in other games and seeing trends with other government rules i personally feel crown the coal crown system the whole store is basically content they could have put into the game that they could i would i would pay i would pay more per expansion release if it meant that i could have more in-game content stuff to do in the game kind of thing or or pay my sub like two more dollars i'd rather do that because i'd rather have more stuff to do are you talking about like skins or mounts or everything the the fashion because cosmetics to me are part of my gameplay content every single quarter in this particular game and they Um, do it a lot i agree with with a huge expansion in the middle of the year that they call a chapter um, which is super nice and that chapter becomes dlc uh, the following year that chapter that you can be in like a weekend though that's the big issue with it like that chap like the chapters you get one raid and a storyline that you can be in a weekend and you get an outfit if you pay extra for it and you get an extra i don't know i'm I'm, I'm not a like a graphical engineer i'm not a programmer i'm not a a stylist or a a storyline writer i don't know how many people it takes how long to make this much content uh, versus how long it takes us to consume it i know um in tv it it takes almost a full year to put out a a 10 episode thing that i can binge today 
Um, so it, how fast it's made and how much it costs to make it, I, I don't know whether or not a faster release schedule or something like that is even possible. Um, I can tell you I, I am enjoying the release schedule, and I find that it's uh, more aggressive than most other games. Um, in, in you know, speaking from, from ESO uh, only. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, room for improvement room for improvement all the way around in in every aspect of life right i mean think about the so in terms of price point kind of thing they could they could have raised the season of a dragon as a standalone instead they stretched it out because a it's hype it's b trickle economics in terms of like that it's an industry standard to release like how it has with other mmos you see it with like it's an MMO standard in terms of like always having something to keep people to come back as games as a service. People don't play in between content releases. They play on the content release and then they're gone. But I'm thinking in terms of like games as a whole, because I could buy The Witcher when it was day one for $60 and I had 200 plus hours of gameplay. All the cosmetics were included in it and I still had replay value. How, how, Whereas, much, like, uh, mm. how much is is base game ESO right now? Like base what's, game, what's the cheapest you can get vanilla for. Bucks, you can yeah. get vanilla for I think if you do like a GTA key or something like that, like ten dollars. Yeah. And how many hours of gameplay do you expect to get out of vanilla? That's a lot. <sighs> I would say hours. maybe like a hundred and twenty. It depends so, on. I mean, it, the, the, that's really, it's dangerous. Really all I'm to getting at is, I, I feel like uh, out of the gaming industry, the Elder Scrolls Online, which is our our, our topic right now, I think, mm-hmm. I think, um, is yeah. <laughs> is doing um, above and beyond most other other uh, distributors of this style of content, and uh, I feel like they listen a little bit, you know. Just, just a little bit. They, they certainly have their agendas, and they have to make their money and do their things. But I, I feel like you know they, they've got their ear to the ground a little bit, community-wise. Maybe, maybe I, a little bit. The the difficult thing is to remember as well is that there is a difference. The Witcher and uh, yeah, so there's a big difference. Live service being the main one, of course. We have to remember that you know. That that is a solo solo player experience. But there are complaints out there about you know there's less and less meaningful single player experiences out there. I think The Witcher is like Witcher Three is like a yeah. It's difficult to compare that to Elder Scrolls Online because it's it maybe other other MMOs and other live service games like even Division Two. Um, you know, probably well, well, Ghost what about Recon, something like uh, Mario Brothers Three. How many hours did you put in a Mario Brothers three? That game was twenty bucks, something like that. You had to buy the console, but right? Yeah, well, that's like consoles exclusives can always charge less for their games because you have to buy into the console, and that's a guaranteed buyer for their next releases. I mean, I don't don't know about you, but I I put a pretty penny into my PC. Um, (laughs) But that that particular company doesn't get that money. I agree with you. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's all about. I don't know. I, I've got a little bit of ADHD, so uh, digesting content is something really, really fast for me, and then I'm on to the next thing. Um, but somehow Elder Scrolls has uh, kept my attention for five years straight. Pretty, pretty difficult to do in this day and age. Because again, you know, it's it's that it's 
different experiences, right? I mean, that, those games are invented to, like, complete, and then you're done. You move on. Like, whereas, like, an MMORPG like ESO or Guild Wars 2 or WoW or whatever. Um, yeah, WoW's on 15 years now, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know? In, in absolute insane um, how long they've, they've been able to keep their customer base um, satisfied. And Some would yeah, argue not satisfied. They do it without. They do it. That's a that's a loose word I'm using there. And WoW did it without a cash shop for years and years. I think retail now has a cash shop as of what like Mr. Pandaria. Yeah, but look at the graphics. <laughs> well, they sell mounts I mean, for like twenty a, bucks. That's a preference thing. I mean, it, <laughs> they, there totally. is arguments about you know there are people in who play WoW that are very much against the shop as well in the same in the same degree that we've talked about. Uh, here as well but it's it's important to remember like so, so talking about crown crates like me specifically um i f- think for me the the problem i have with crown crates is that and black lion chest and guild wars 2 and just any kind of thing where you have rng and it's not something that you can control is that is it is it does have that idea of that instant like hit where I'm feeling good for a moment and then I get four poisons. And then it's like, okay, but then I can trade it for gems. And then like, you know, sound said before, you know, if you buy more crown crates, you can get more gems. It doesn't matter. But, you know, you're still spending money. This is the problem. Um, now, now the big problem comes at the end of that 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 thought right there. Yeah. The radiant apex mounts. Mm. You can spend $62,000 in our game and not get one yep wait it's, where is that from is that like that you, a, you just pulling a number it's out rng you can yeah. infinitely oh, spend right. okay. and not get one yep it's complete like that one's completely locked if i would be less upset yeah, about apex predatory yeah that's, there it is radiant apex mounts mm-hmm. and they know it exhaust needs to fix and they know that's how they get the whales. That's their whale target. Whereas, yeah. like, where and they call it that. Like, they're trained into, mm. like, it's sales. Like, I've been doing sales and customer service for 10 plus years. Ah, and video yeah. game sales I is... wish you'd said that at the beginning. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I'm talking, I'm just like, god damn it. Maybe I should get people's resumes before we start. <laughs> just like, so it's just one of those things where it's like, you, you learn selling is psychology in its sense and oh, people oh, don't gotcha. buy yeah, anything absolutely. unless they're emotionally driven yeah if yeah, you yeah. get their emotion oh, exactly yeah like, like on my on my twitch Very stream uh i i only do the milkshake dance for the whales <laughs> <laughs> the milkshake dance brings them all to the yeah, <laughs> the art. but i'm not i'm not getting out of the chair and shaking it for you know <laughs> You, you got to spend more than or that. doing the sit-ups and the you know i mean you know i've done the same thing it's like the singing for the you know the moleg all the things you know Wait, i don't get out of the bar for anything less than ten dollars are, uh, <laughs> are you guys really doing it for the money or are you doing it as a way to oh, no, absolutely pay? to just rinse everyone of their, of their yeah. money yeah I mean, uh, <laughs> no 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 this, this, this <laughs> is my profession so yeah it's for fun <laughs> it's for fun predominantly obviously there is there is a little bit of a drive like if i'm honest there there has to be some 
as a streamer, as a content <laughs> creator, you have to, and this is my job, and I'm about to go to university as well. There has to be some kind of business mind behind it. Like there is a, right. some, a thing. some kind of business mind behind it. Or, yeah, I say some or, because you know normally I'm just or ridiculous. Just be working at McDonald's. Yeah, well there you go. Otherwise, I just I am kind of just ridiculous as it is. Like I my because of how I like you know we're talking about earning money. I'm very bad at that. I'm like I feel like it's it's just a personal thing. Selling myself is very difficult. Um, I feel like, and this is why I don't do a lot of these kinds of things because I feel like you know if people want to sub or donate or whatever, then you know they'll do it. Um, but you know sometimes an incentive is nice, but I would never be like you know this is a pay to win thing in the stream because <laughs> it's like and there's a pay to win. You can now do everything. You get any skin in the game. Yeah, we'll yeah. carry you. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know yeah, it's, no it's no, no milkshake for under 200 yeah 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 i have to go and check out ninja stream to know what we're talking about as well <laughs> there you go. he's like, like hold on let me dust off the platinum <laughs> <laughs> can, sorry you sound you you had a point and i think i interrupted but i can't remember um was there more you wanted to say about that? I can't remember if you, if there was a point we were on, and I've just completely gone off it. I think I think we kind of we didn't come to the end of the conversation because that's the conversation we can have for Radiant Mount skins. That's right. Yeah. Um, and Nijo was saying that's the true predatory, and that's the top end for the money spenders because they want that exclusivity and that's what's driving them is that exclusivity because you can't get it through gems you could buy the everything out with gems except for those and that's those are the down and dirty ones like everything else i i can agree supporting zoss and everything because they don't see them they don't see as much money as zenimax makes yeah, uh, no, the main, no, the no, main company, sure, they, sure. they like, as the a small a studio, share, but, yep. but, um, the, the point being that if, if the big guys don't make their quota, uh, they cut loose the little guys, like yep. they say, okay, Wildstar, you're, you're money, screwed buy, up. Bye. Bye Wildstar. Exactly. Um, but with the, with the radiant apex mounts, that's, that's where that, uh, that whole budget thing I was talking about comes in because last season I really wanted all of the radiant apex mounts the uh sand blown looking uh camel and cinch and then they had the like the oil covered uh mechanical mount mm-hmm. really liked all of those and that's that's where my budget came in you know so we we did the 60 and that's it you didn't you didn't get the shiny toy you wanted okay you're cut off that we're done now or no more you know what i mean but yeah you're you're right that that little section of the game is <sighs> Yeah, it's I'd, very I, unfortunate. I would like to see that. I would like to see that addressed. It definitely should be addressed because even if they made it, like they do the 400 gem weekend special on some of those mounts, and that's just a way. That's a gem dump economy thing because they know that gems are super inflated. 600. The 600 dumps as well. It's the pets that are 400, right? Yeah. Usually, the, the, the pets are 400. Mounts. The uh, the mounts are 600. And, and the then mounts they have 400. Like, the top, top and mounts that are 400 that are always stable in the crate season as well mm-hmm. jebro if you're talking i can't hear you are you ready hello oh there you are okay. oh sorry i was i think my i think my mouth moved i didn't talk um yeah i mean the the gems at least there is that but then i think you know it kind of goes in a there's a circle where it just kind of goes back to the beginning of buying crates again um but I can agree with that, you know, like, other than the, the radiant mounts and... Uh, 
I think it is so difficult because you want to sit here and it's like, you know, member of the, you know, I am a member of the ESO stream team, you know, and there's loads of people who are. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's that worry, you know, about what you're talking about, what you bring up, like, is that, how's that going to reflect on, you know, your reputation as someone who's doing this kind of thing and how critical can you be and stuff like that. Um, and you want, you're supporting this game in terms of you creating content and you care about it a lot. Um, and it's sometimes maybe people feel like they can't talk about these things. They can't be critical, um, without like, you know, sounding like a complete ass at the end of the day as well. And just like I said, we're all like being very respectful right now. Just, uh, just FYI, we all care about the game, which is why I just want to put Mm -hmm. this point in here, by the way. Um, I mean, yeah, we all love the game. We've all played it for three plus more years and everything and just if he plays he's been playing it for five mm-hmm. we love this game i love this game i love this community that this game has created mm-hmm. more importantly and that's probably why i'm as passionate as i am about it because i've i've experienced the predatory targeting that mmos and mobile games have and i just don't want anyone to ever have to experience that ever again mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah yeah that's fair enough absolutely and you know i think that's uh a credit to you know players as well like people actually give a shit you know they actually care about this kind of stuff um so i'm gonna i'm gonna shift it over i'm gonna shift over the conversation because i think agreed i think everyone can probably agree that ready those radio mounts are kind of ridiculous and that you know what you know what maybe just put them in the store and just sell them you know can yeah, all I, could I, all of I, this I, stuff i don't mind be... ridiculous at all like how about a thousand gems how about five thousand gems yeah just put a definitive price on them whatever it is even if if it's absurd yeah you know someone's gonna do it uh (laughs) a solid number so you're you're saying as well like be able to purchase it somehow like all these things should be like purchasable somehow rather than just like complete rng right i mean like percent chance to get the thing yeah yeah absolutely I mean, I think, you know, in all, in all honesty, maybe, you know, I mean, crown crates and these loot systems, you know, they exist because, you know, people do use them and probably they use, they use them so much that, you know, rather than just having, say, you know, brand new mount comes out, 30 bucks on the store, people will spend more than that to get the actual thing. I mean, it must be the reason why they keep, people keep having these crates, these things coming out. So it, it goes back to that that tier system i was talking about what people are willing to put into the game yeah before the crown system the cheap buys were costume bundles remember the original pirate costume it was four costumes for 600 crowns okay that was their that was their idea of cheap buys so most people would not they would buy like maybe one or two outfits they'd buy those exclusive mounts every now and then they made big money when they started doing housing because of the cost of the houses what um the crown store offers is the five dollar guys to get into buying into crowns and gets the the people to be like oh well i just bought five dollars with the crowns i can get a crate here i got gems here i have gems for the month with my sub on top of the additional five dollars i just spent so that's twenty dollars total right there and i have enough gems to get this this and this i get this outfit now um i even saw my collection started expanding like 
threefold after crown crates came out because right. before all i was buying was like i bought the ability to change my character's hair on the fly because i love having barbershop in my games you took about um, your little sir is that your yes sir in ESO, yeah. like in all MMOs, I like barbershop because yeah. I like to make my fashion even know exists, evolve right? with the character. All right, but okay. ESO, ESO only has it where you can just change their hair oh, if you yeah. buy if you buy hair packs. Right, right, or right. They, had That's the, right. they had that okay. big pack that came out when they first introduced it, and a lot of us were like hoping it was going to be a gold dump, but it turned into a crown dump mm. for it. I still bought it because it was eight hundred crowns. You got every base hair in the game and every base tattoo and piercing in the game and it allowed you to change your characters on the fly um without being charged a gold dump throughout the game instead it was just an upfront 800 so kind of mixed feelings on it like i don't have to constantly be grinding gold to change it but still it's a it was a crown buy that one pack and then now every time when hairs come out you can buy the hairs for like maybe 200 gem 200 crowns or 50 gems if it's in the packs and stuff like that so that's ultimately the reason why people got into crates why zos went to the crate system because they saw other games success with people spending less because it was perceived cheaper and easier to get into with a microtransaction scale okay suggestion in chat actually which i kind of liked maybe they should and this is from uh cat maybe they should have type of crates like a random mount crate or a random pet crate actually is not the worst idea in the world to be fair like i mean imagine this thing you pay a little bit more money you definitely get a mount you definitely get a pet but like it could just be whatever at least you get there's some more like definitive like i know what kind of game but, you know, but then it could make it even worse, you know, I mean, more crates, and there's more crates, and there's more things to spend your money on, and it's like, yeah, okay, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Anyway, so crates, I think, you know, in, in a way, again, it's that kind of, whether or not we agree with them or not, again, it's, it's make sure, yeah, lessen the RNG. Um, make sure that you are, you know, watching yourself, you know, like Ninja said earlier, pay, put a cap on these things, you know, if you know that whether or not you can afford these things. But again, at the end of the day, there are people out there who are going to be suggestive to this kind of stuff. And that's where it becomes very dangerous um, for people who, you know, can be easily swayed people in the place, you know, where, you know, we're talking about um sound earlier was talking about their actual personal experience you know that is something that happens you know to a lot of people um you know you're you're in this game you know you might be depressed you might be in a situation where you haven't got much like you know you this thing is helping you um and you know you kind of get addicted to this thing and it just you know makes everything worse and you know maybe there are you, there are people out there who again will probably say who are listening to this and know if you have no empathy at all that um you know maybe they should not just not do that like that's easy i don't i can't you know i can do that i can do that easily i can easily be like you know i'm not going to spend money but you know not everyone is you not everyone and not everyone is you know earning ridiculous amounts of money not everyone is not you know in the same mental place and we're not all the same person um and we have to be, we have to look after everyone, I feel like. And, you know, I feel like this is the overarching part of the, uh, the overarching argument of theme to the conversation in general, to be fair. Well, that's what I'm thinking it is anyway. 
Um, yeah, and 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 the side of, the side of the coin that I'm taking on that is uh, education. Uh, education. It's it's very important to uh, expose these these ideas, these little pitfalls, and these predatorial practices, so that people can learn from them and then put these limiters on themselves. Because yeah. uh, I, I I feel like raging against the machine is kind of pie in the sky right now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not saying stop. I'm not saying stop raging against the machine and, and trying to get predatorial practices shut down. Yeah. Certainly if, if we don't, they'll get wildly out of hand. The opposite exactly. Direction. But I want to focus my energy on uh, education. Education, education teach, is a, teach people what is happening that, that allows it to get out of control and how we can do something about that. I 600% agree with that. And education is extremely important, but at the same time, when it comes to like, not not particularly Zoss because they're not constantly badgering me. Hey, pay me some crowns so you can finish yeah. this public dungeon. But <laughs> oh um, god, can you imagine? <laughs> but mobile games are the worst because they're targeting children, and they may not be educated, or they may oh, not have the sure, impulse control sure. that we have and, as adults. The education might might fall on the parents, um, yeah. which is a, a pretty common. Uh, argument, you know, uh, regulating cell phone usage and computer time mm -hmm. usage and game usage and, you know, content in general. And like I was saying before, the only good answer to that is let's all go spend more time outside. And it's hard <laughs> for some people to do that either a because and this is like a whole nother rabbit oh, hole. No, like there's there's a ton there's a, ton of ton, there's tons know, of different arguments things. to to it, absolutely everything. Um, but yeah. but it's just focus on some education do what we can do and definitely do not stop raging against the machine all exactly bring all the any issue you can think of to the forefront bring it to your community educate everybody very important exactly and it's a very very good mindset do what you can but know what the limits are in the current state and hope what, for the what, best what was the old saying uh think globally act locally Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, because on, honestly, this this is a small topic. We're talking about ESO, we're talking about the crown yeah, store. It gets mixed. The, yeah. the way it's the way it's addressed can be applied to Western civilization right now on om almost every front. Um this is an important lesson for somebody to learn. Um, that can be applied to politics or the uh, the economy or um, you know uh, global recycle reuse uh, you know, it, all the way across. You, you need to be very very mindful of, of pitfalls and addictive behaviors and you know the rest of your community because maybe you don't have an addictive behavior, but your friend does. Yeah. Exactly. And you need to be comfortable with talking about that. Like, th that's yeah. a big thing. A mental yeah. health awareness is, it should not be as taboo as it has been for so long. And that you need to be comfortable with talking about it. Addictive behavior falls under it. Gambling mm -hmm. falls under it. Fiscal responsibility falls into the <gasps> mental health. Is this why Jebro picked this? <laughs> He's going into the mental health field. I don't know. This could have been mm -hmm. a subconscious. We had a realization. We had a breakthrough, people. This could be a subconscious <laughs> thing for Good the job. week that I have coming up. I'm literally starting my course this week. So it could be a subconscious <laughs> thing. It really could be. Um, <laughs> it actually absolutely could be. It, it is important. You know, it's in... And, you know, I've got many, I've got many opinions about, you know, mental health awareness and, you know... People are more aware now than they they ever have been, but 
They talk about yeah, it, but they yeah. don't talk about it. Um, tiny, they talk about tiny the... subject, huge implications. Yeah, huge exactly. implications here. Um, mm. And that, again, that's, that's probably another podcast. One I probably will have at some point in time, in a more general <laughs> respect, in a more general way, um, rather than just ESO. But this, but I'm going to pull it back to ESO, um, and we're going to talk about the crown store. And I, I hope that I'm pretty sure most people will find this interesting, even though ESO is kind of the starter of this. Um, but we've kind of branched out a little. Um, but going well, I back, I don't mind bringing Guild Wars into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> and toast is important. Um, and toast, yeah, yeah, toast is good. Wow, I don't eat brandy anymore. Um, okay, so crowns, crown crates. Let's go. Let's. We've kind of done that. Um, but generally, I think you know, there's a feeling. You know, the RNG on the high top tier free mounts or whatever you can get ridiculous but you know there are people that pay that money out there make all this stuff available i think you know personally i would love to see things where you can just pay for something that you want you actually want and then you've got the option maybe for the crowns crates as well that might make it a bit easier i don't know um that's a very general sweeping statement um so is that is that like a a suggestion you'd like us to hear we'd like something to be absolutely purchasable and then maybe have an rng chance at it yeah, then at least you've got a choice, you know. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, in, in personally, if I had my way, and again, this might sound really, I don't know, people would use the, the whole Care Bear phrase or whatever, if I don't care. Um, I'm a Care Bear. Yeah. What's wrong with being a Care Bear? <laughs> no, the, like... I'm a Care Bear, fight me. They well, should just no. get, <laughs> like, they should just be burnt. Like, they should literally get a fire and throw all any anyone should just throw a, like crown crates any kind of shit where you can just rng like that and you <gasps> pay for it just throw it into the fire like just buy just go away and like that, personally that's something i would love to see but if it's going to be here and it's something we can't control like it's something that's going to be inevitably be here forever like but give people the option to just be able to buy the thing so that they've you know if they've got a cap of like you know fifty dollars for the month they can at least buy the thing and it's not going to you know send them into a spiral of like you know spending shitloads of money on crown crates to to get these things you know um and you know that's again that's my opinion um i think you know options are good and help uh people to you know or give people caps you know maybe of how much they can spend on their cap but the thing is then those people can't necessarily support the game in the way they say like like Ninja saying it earlier, um, where you know people do want to maybe spend thousands of dollars a month or hundreds of dollars a month because they just like the game. They've got the money, they've got the cash there, and you know it helps the game continue. And we can have the releases we have. So there's so many implications of like you yeah, know caps. Caps are are a very interesting idea, and I think the EU is looking into that right now. But it would yeah. have to come from a government. Um, Money making machines will not regulate themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it they would be it would be so not. easy to do that. Just go into your program, be like, cap this card spending. Yeah, you can self inflict for sure. I mean people can do that. I mean that's the education part that you guys yeah. are talking about yeah, as well. So again, that's yeah. more reliant on people. And I think but it, know, would, it would move us into a better conversation, I feel. It would show some goodwill from these from these games. And I'm not talking about the developers. I'm talking about like the big, like uh, third-party publishers. Mm. It would put them in a better light if they started implementing those features, because you can put the you could put it under parental controls, 
easily because parental controls can already block your spending. Might as well make it an option to have limited spending then. I don't think you can do that on PS4. You can do it on the consoles, yes. You can yeah. block spending on consoles. And they have to go and... through the PS Store to buy crowns and stuff for PS4. PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a, so kind of technically you can do that on PS4 free so I guess. But right? PC players don't have that option no. uh, at this current time. Well, yeah, you'd have to go to your bank and put a limit on your card. Yeah, I mean, I guess as yeah. well, at least, and I think I've heard this, I think Starcrum said this as well, that most of the players that play ESO, and I don't know if this is 100% correct, are actually on console. So that's actually not too bad, I guess, between the oh, two I consoles. Isn't that just a rumor that I Tech and Junk's spreading? I don't I'm think not sure. No, 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 no. This is not there, Tech there's and Junk. There's more thing. accounts on console because you only have to buy the game yeah, once yeah, and then yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, yeah. the account. But there are a time. lot of mm -hmm. active accounts like on PlayStation, on, on console as well. I'm not sure if it's more people. Like, yeah. But accounts, like, probably. Oh, oh sure. I had, I had yeah. six on Xbox One and I would go around doing my dailies. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you go on consoles on console yeah, you're doing, you're doing? when i first started streaming I, I was on all three platforms jesus christ okay right i'm gonna take it back before i start crying yeah um, i don't know what the, the numbers are they should release them though that would definitely that would be good be transparency cool. oh we'd love to see all the analytics wouldn't we mm. Ooh, i know right that'd be nice there are some some games do, but yeah, no one. I think their yeah. lingo, their legal department just cringed. Yeah, Ooh, don't, give this, don't give the streamers the, the <laughs> analytics. Don't, don't, don't do that. No, 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 can't do that. Okay, uh, the radium mount. So, um, I was actually looking just at mount prices. Actually, I'm, just to give you guys, um, I'm just going to go through a little bit of like math information for stream and for people oh, who are you listening. didn't say there was going to be maths <laughs> oh, no <laughs> i didn't you know. pass that in school <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even wearing glasses how am i supposed to do I this i have glasses how can i do this i'm i'll do it for you it's fine um <laughs> okay so crowns i'm going to be talking about eu mainly uh sorry dollars uh sorry america um us dollars and uh maybe dropping uh, it's pronounced america america okay um, <laughs> there are different ways that you can buy crowns obviously so this is a little bit of education uh for people so if you want to have um 100 crowns equaling uh so if you you know this is the way you maybe work out your budget for for how you play and stuff like that if you buy 750 crowns it actually cost you eight dollars which isn't even 100 crowns per dollar um, so 1500 crowns is actually just a tiny bit over a hundred crowns per dollar, basically. Um, and that is the cost Well, $15 is the cost in America of the monthly sub. So is, is a, is an education thing I'm going to say right now. And this is something that, you know, maybe there's a lot of new players that listen to this podcast specifically. If you are going to purchase, for example, 1500 crowns on the crown store, get eso plus that is something you should be doing because you can just get, more get a month of eso plus mm -hmm. also these numbers sound a lot better when you convert this to pesos <laughs> yeah which is why crown gems ex exist yeah. you're gonna get definitely more gaming value too if you do the eso plus as well um like oh, i thought for sure you were about to say pesos okay go ahead <laughs> no like my roommate did the year subscription when lynchel came out she did that so that she could buy the lynchel grand manor because she's a huge imperial fangirl so that was her driving her driving thing she was like okay i'll just pay for a year of eso plus and i'll get the house 
Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And and if you're if you're into MMORPGs and if you love ESO and already know that, I do recommend picking up the one year subscription. Although um if you don't know if you like the game and you're still, you know, knocking around which edition to buy before you get into it, I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider ESO plus right off the bat. Um yeah, just wait a couple months, you know, buy vanilla, knock it around a little bit, yeah. and then and then invest in the game a little bit more, um, you know, based on your enthusiasm for it, because, you know, you don't you don't want to dump five hundred dollars into a video game, mm-hmm. you know, buy a console and the game just to play it only to find out, uh, you know what, I'm not that into Ritz. <laughs> Which, yeah, you're going to find yourself doing pretty much every day. Yeah. This is very true. Two accounts worth of writs. Oof. Oof. <laughs> 18 characters every day. Preach. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay. So tired of it. <laughs> um, but it, it is what it is. It is, indeed. Um, just to continue down that line uh, of... Oh, but that's that's talking about uh, maximizing your your value. If you, if yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. be you yeah. know, a coupon clipper and make sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck, that's Which, the way to yeah. go. And most people don't do that. They just go, oh, I'll just buy the the crown straight out, or they won't wait for a crown sales. And that's yeah. another way to get more value as well, too, because the crown sales puts them a little bit better than buying like ESO plus sometimes. And and they know that, and they know that people are going to buy the year subscription, and they know that those people who buy the year subscription probably buy crown packs throughout the year. So that's even more additional income as well. Uh, an interesting thought about that, and uh, Jebro, you might you might chime in on on this. Um, mm-hmm. I find that as an uh, ESO uh, stream team member, the codes they give me, uh, people ask for the crown packs first, and then they think about the the ESO plus which comes with 1650 crowns mm. but they think you know they're like oh 1500 crowns i'll get that are you sure the ESO plus gives you a, a month of subscription and 1650 crowns it's actually more crown you know what i mean like, do you run it doesn't into that transfer. Is it, is it, it doesn't just transfer over i think i mean i I uh, when I have giveaways, I just say this is what it is. <laughs> you ain't got a choice, <laughs> so they don't have a choice. I don't, I don't actually give them a choice um, oh. unless it's stated, uh, on, in, like in a subathon thing or something. Oh, maybe um, maybe I should be more rigid on my giveaways. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, people know it. Like, I I like I'm always like if people know what they're getting, so choice is good. Choice is very good. Um, but then you know specifically if i'm yeah i'm normally it's it's a specific thing but you know i mean that's interesting because they maybe they see they hear the amount they don't hear eso plus do they they just hear 1500 crowns and that's money um and that's 15 dollars. so it's like they hear that first and then they forget oh yeah eso plus i forget i get crowns i mean they should definitely sell that more um to people and you know get more giving away uh what collector's editions of uh elsewhere codes right yeah which is a huge value right now. It's you know sixty plus dollars. Oh God, uh, yeah. For that. And people are still. Oh, give me the fifteen hundred crowns. What? Uh, All right, here you go. People, Enjoy. man, people. <laughs> don't you want the the special edition mount and all the perks and bells and whistles in the yeah, emo? Don't, don't you want all the shinies? No, I mean, just, just the fifteen hundred crowns. Okay, <laughs> I mean, you're gonna be buying that horse anyways with the fifteen hundred crowns. Yeah, so then you get the outfit and the flaming chicken or whatever the deal is, flaming you know, chicken. at the time. Yeah, 
Okay, so ESO ESO Plus then worth it? You guys think like thinking about all the oh, things yes. you get: access to DLC, uh, free crowns, access to the craft bag, double bank space, bonus progression, <laughs> extra furniture space, costume diming, dying, sorry, diming, uh, double transmutation crystals, and uh, exclusive access to unique crown store deals. Are you getting small little miniature statues for free? They can put them in there. Yeah, if you if you enjoy the game, um, I cannot recommend it highly enough uh to the point where uh the game's unplayable for me mm -hmm. about it now uh, you have at, to at have my, it for at, my, at my stage um is that the, bad the though been playing for the, the people who have been playing for less than a year yeah i mean I it goes back to the old school i don't think you need it at all uh, the, i for me for me i do the i do the the subscription because yep. it comes out convenient for me i guess because i'm not sitting there waiting for the sales for the dungeon packs because the only oh, the only the sales this the sales <laughs> for the dungeon packs would be the only time it would be worth to pick up the dungeon packs if you aren't subscribed kind of thing yeah but for me it's just easier to be subbed get all the sub perks for it and i can turn the sub off if i'm not going to play it and i'm going to be playing something else or something like that so and it goes back to like days of warcraft you played the sub and you just sat there and you got nothing for it you just had the game kind mm. of thing oh, so you're, you're talking about the one month sub versus uh the, the higher packages right Yes, I'm talking about the 15, 15, 15, 15. That's the one okay. I and actually I do. do. Mm -hmm. I do the three-month, because usually content cycles are released in that amount of period, and if I go, oh, this content cycle, I'm going to sit out. Okay, cool. I, I love that. That, that right idea. there is a perfect example of voting with your money, because mm -hmm. you're already invested in the system, removing your money for content that you're not appreciating. Yeah, that's why I almost do month to month. Great perspective. That's why I do month to month as well. It's less value, but like in the end, like, like you, you're not saving as much money. But you, you can like rather than I have just spent 140 bucks for a year, I can be like, and I think it's just something I've always automatically done myself. Whereas ESO, I will definitely probably be playing for years, but like I still have that in my head. Like that's yeah, a good, this, like, this yep. would be a 15 year game for me. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is definitely going to be a long haul game because a the studio is so unique compared to any other MMO studio. Like you know these people by name. Name a Activision Blizzard employee other than like Michael Chu and um Lord Betson himself, you know. I yeah. couldn't even say Chu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we know we know the developers, we follow them on Twitter, we we watch their dogs grow in whatever they're grilling this we, weekend. We definitely you know, it's we, different. I mean we definitely have a unique perspective on that. Because I'm not sure mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure that there's people who, you know, when World of Warcraft and Warcraft when Warcraft started and all these things like, you know, and well, there was no Twitter then. Um, so that's rubbish. But like when World of Warcraft started and I'm sure there are people that you know they have these similar collection we i do think sometimes we need to remember that we do have a unique access to these to these guys sometimes but you're right you know like on twitter as well community. yeah no 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 that's 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 very true but like as we are streamers obviously we are like very involved in these different platforms you know there's a lot of people that don't have access but you're right you know they are personable um whenever you go if you go to an event uh and if you go to like an ESO like event like I went to recently at PAX for example 
um you know it doesn't matter who you are they will talk to you you play the game you know you've got in, in even if you don't play the game you're just a friend of a friend who's just kind of hanging out they'll spend time talking to you you know um sounds right um but we definitely i mean i just want to not everyone has the kind of access we have but you know i think to a degree as well you know you can if you want to it's not that difficult that's for sure um yeah and in you know i think we're, we're just saying we like the game as well in a way <laughs> and the pe- and we feel like you know it's like ninja said the community um and it's worth it for us but you know there is a point in time where we have to say you know is this worth it like and people have said you know you know but it's important to point out the 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 pros and the cons of you know the store the game and this is what these podcasts are, are here to do you know to give to inform people to educate people in a way and to give them our opinions so that they can form their own you know in, in our opinion eso plus is i think you know we can you know say it is worth it i have a different opinion um which is a, it's not i feel that it's worth it but i feel there is one thing in there which i don't like which i really don't like and it is the craft bag space. And I think that everyone that plays the game and buys into the game at a base level should have some access to a craft bank, even if it's limited. No. No. Absolutely I mean, I'm be. thinking, like, old, remember in other MMOs where you literally roll up an alt so that they hold all your junk? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mules. But every, yeah. every, so. That's part of the. Look. That's part of the fun. Inventory like, it, management. It talk, yeah. Inventory yeah, world, management is okay, the so final boss. Counter thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that. <laughs> Go to any of my streams. I know that. <laughs> it's even, like even with a craft bag. So you so decided. <laughs> the hardest part of the I game. Know. Really, like, I know. I know. I know. the snake off with it, and they said, "Okay, you're paying us a fifteen dollars sub. Let's give you the craft bag. You could." out of your 18 character slots decide to make one a junk mule um i have to do that on my alt account that i have i don't have eso plus on a second account so i make one true? guy the junk guy and then do ritz on I mean, it's easy the other do, characters like it's hell it's hell let me tell you yeah that's i mean there, but is it is a but, new player like i mean it, it's just again it's just a it's a very personal thing and i know that i'm probably a very small minority um but it is a bit like, you know, and I feel like the crafting bag, you know, it is a major because everyone's like, well, you get a crafting bag. And my first thought when when I heard that was like, well, you know, if I pay, you know, if I do this in this other game or if I play Guild Wars 2 for free, I actually get 250 slots for one item for free and I don't have to buy pay for the game. Saying that, Guild Wars 2, you know, obviously abs- pay you can pay for additional slots yeah, Four Guild Wars 2 is a very unique beast because it has an Eastern model with a lot of its microtransactions, yeah. and it does have that gold to gem dump. So mm-hmm. their economy is a whole different beast, and their target audience is also a different beast. Crafting Ooh. in the in both mm-hmm. of those games so, are very different as well. Do you prefer it? Uh, do um, I? Oh god, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I like some things in it. But there are definitely some things that Zoss does a lot better. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of on the fence. Like I like, I'm already doing it in in ESO yeah. with the Tamriel Crown Exchange. So if they made it a mechanic that's built into the system, I think they'll see more people use it. Whereas like the Crown mm. Exchange is user run, so it would just cut I the middleman out. I think the reason that the whole like gold to 
gem exchange. So gems are like crowns in Guild Wars 2, if you don't know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Um, and is a thing where they're like, okay, well, you know, if people are grinding gold, they're playing the game, there's population. Which is, you know, I feel like that's where they're coming from with this, and then they can spend gems, and, you, you know, um, and the cycle goes round, there's more people playing the game, and then it entices them to maybe purchase more or whatever. But it's like... I think I think I'm not sure I agree with you on terms of like I feel like the ESO Crown Store and the Guild Wars Two stores are very similar. Like the other than that whole exchange thing, which I've changes, it does change it a lot. There's a lot of you know, there's the crown packs, there's the mounts, like for the actual items are specifically and there's services. There is a lot of similar because I still play both games very like very <laughs> often, like every day streaming wise as well. Um, and I think Guild Wars Two is almost like. Because they don't have a sub and because they don't really have DLCs, their store is worse because, like, they just have so much, so much stuff in there. And it's just, like, you cannot earn hardly anything that looks... Well, you can earn things that should look great and, like, legendary and stuff. But, you know, yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's, like, you have to pay to get, like, the best-looking skins for stuff, like, you, like yeah. for mounts and stuff. This stuff is just not earnable, and, you know, to a degree, it's the same in here, so... And um, I haven't touched Guild Wars since they first started the Living Story. Oh, and I was yeah, like, it's I was getting into different. fractals, and I was like, oh, this is cool, it's yeah. actually hard. And then I got to, like, I can't remember what agony level I got to, and I was just like, okay, it's getting to the part where I can't pug it, and I can't carry the pug as a <laughs> ranger with spirits. And then my friends who were playing it decided to quit. So, and then we waited, and the end game content just was not where we wanted it. We wanted a more traditional Trinity-based raid scenario thing, and that's why yeah. we got into ESO more. So you need but to go and check out the guild, the gem store now, then. Because it's very similar to yeah, so uh, Trinity base being healing tank DPS. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's and a lot similar I now. I did check it out recently because my boyfriend wanted to try it out and give Necromancer mm. a look, and it did. It did definitely look a lot of similar, and the economy, the in-game economy, looked like hell in terms of mm. like how much inflation there is for gold to gems, and that's oh, yeah, what got me originally. And yeah. I was like oh my god and all my characters were broke <laughs> and they looked hideous and yeah you just like oh, and god. the amount of dyes that were one-time uses and everything i was just like oh my god i forgot why i i got out of this game <laughs> but at least none of out of those two games zoss's uh eso and guild wars 2 mm-hmm. none of them will ever be as heinous and nickel and dimey as sotor God bless oh, God, those people. <laughs> an amazing, amazing game, amazing storyline. But you literally have to pay a dollar fifty if you want to have something unlocked. <laughs> um, I quit. I I do this. I do this show called the MMO Journey, right? So I go and play <laughs> MMOs, and I play them for I don't know if you were there um, when I did this, but I, I play them for like a day or two, and or and if I enjoy them, I play them for longer and see how high level I can get. Now I agree with mm-hmm. you. Sword Soul Star Wars has got um, Star Wars: The Old Republic has a great story. Uh, and like mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, it was fun. But then I got to a point, and I like my PvP. People know this. Um, you can play five games of PvP a week, and then you That's have it. to pay money. And yep. I uninstalled the game as soon as I found that out. I'd been playing for because, three days. I got invested in my character. I was like, I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying this. And then I was like, What the? F-? You know. It- this is just awful like i just felt bad i was just like this is i'm not doing this 
screw this, man. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm just getting, this is the free version, and okay, yeah, I feel like I should be paying for something, like, I'm paying, playing for free, sure. But five games of PV, that's nothing. That's like 40 minutes. And that pass, you can buy the pass, but it's only good for the week. It's an unlimited week pass. And you can get their cartel coins through in-game actions one time. Like, you get cartel mm. coin when your character hits certain level cap mile marks and when you do certain, like, hard achievements, and that's it. So, or you can get cartel coins for having an authenticator on your account. So I logged into it recently on May the 4th because they always do, like, a special pet with their cantina. So I was just like, okay, I'll just check out my account and yeah. i had had an authenticator on my account for four years almost Maybe so i had all the be with you that's a good yes, time to have a it's sale it's so cute Come on. Yes. and they know Revenge it the Sith cut. Oh, okay. yeah they know it and i so i logged in there and i had so many cartel coins i could literally buy whatever i want i was like oh i can play free now and not feel like i'm grinding endlessly <laughs> so it's the cartel coin system is a hot mess and and we can always be thankful that Zoss is never going to be that bad, ever. No, yeah, I agree. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think very it's very doubtful. It's definitely, I mean, you know, I mean, it's EA, right? <laughs> it's, it's definitely EA. Uh, it's, God it's bless EA. Bioware Steve Austin. Oh, you guys are Austin, Bioware Austin. You guys are doing the best you can, but yeah. ugh, EA's got you on a tight, 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 tight leash. <laughs> okay, so um eso plus i mean that is my only quibble and and it's like i still feel like eso plus is completely worth it for all the dlcs that you get and all the future stuff and the things that get put down into the eso plus as well you know there's somerset there's morrowind you know elsewhere will go in there when the next one comes out um you know the next dlc which is coming out soon that that'll go that'll be on there so you get it for free if you've got eso plus um and and it's very good you know for that that value and you know the extra bank space and everything else i think a a little taster for like brand new players to have like a very minimal like you know 50 slots per item maybe or 20 slots per item just to give them a little bit of space uh earlier in the game and that's more that's more for the new player experience which we talked about before on a different podcast um which i feel would just be nice uh just be like guys hey you've got these free slots for this you know, maybe think about ESO Plus if you want to, you know, think about doing anything else in the game and not having a mule. Um, <laughs> right, so. That's just my personal opinion. Um, what else? We've got loads, there's loads and loads of stuff. I feel like I want to talk about housing very because there are actually, time, funnily enough, is actually kind of attacking me uh, in the face. So, housing. Um, Apparently, there's only four notable homes you can... Is it four notable homes you can buy for gold at the moment? Or not even at the moment, I or just generally? It's the, like all the... the original it, four. Yeah, the original four, and then the Falk Creek one, which you have to have the DLC or ESO Plus to get, and you have to complete the dungeon, at least um, on Bet. Okay. You have to complete both of them. And there is a house at the moment on the store. Uh, it's Earth Tier Cavern, I believe. And you can buy this unfurnished for 13,000 crowns or furnished for 16,300 crowns. Um, but you can't buy it unfurnished with gold. I mean, it's about $120 or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. 117 I came out with unfurnished. Well, I mean, unfurnished. if you're buying straight packs without ESO Plus and yeah, without that's, sales. That's the thing. They do a, a 14,000 pack, which isn't quite enough. 
And, and they know. 21,000 back, which is too much. So yes. if you look at it from that perspective, it's a $150 house, US. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's, it's, and that's the in between. That's where, you know, I'm going to use the, the phrase. That's Unless where they you get wait you. for a crown sale. Exactly. 40% off if you buy the big pack. And that's when people, you know, you should, if you're thinking about big purchase like that, like a house, that's probably the time. Unless, you know, you know, you've got the cash and you just really want to support. So it's like, you and, know, then do And most that. people are that's only going to buy one house. They're not like yeah. housing professionals. Like me, I got my one notable home. I'm happy. I'm stuck with it. I'm never going to buy another notable home. Probably unless they come out with like something super, super particular. So yeah, and you yet, <laughs> and and most people are mo the average consumer is only going to buy one notable home. Then you have the whales that are buying either a all of the notable homes or multiple mo notable homes at given periods of time. They're just designing these based off of different targeted audiences within the lore as well as the styles that they want. It's very smart. Uh, in terms of a business end of things. Um, and they are slowly starting to release more gold buy slash earnables. Like you have that one that's in elsewhere now that you get through just doing content, which is God bless. But like, you know, $150 for a notable home. I don't know. That's a big geese for me. It's, I mean, and you can earn some of these houses. I think this is good, and and I wish this was around more, that you can earn these things. I mean, I, I remember I did 52 quests in... Flipping out, what is it called? Uh, someone on chat remind me. It was for the guild house, and I did that, and we saved up as a community with four gold, which was really, really good. Um, and we bought it, you know, and now we kind of furnish it lightly um, <laughs> ourselves. Uh People do a great job of doing that. And we all donate towards it. I thought this was a really good... This gives your community something to do. It's a really good focus. That is cool. Um, but there is a limit on the amount of things you can purchase with gold. Like, you know, Sam's been saying as well. It's, it's like a... And Ninja does a lot... Ninja Monkey does a lot of housing. Um, how do you feel, like, about... I mean, you spend a lot on the store, right? I mean, this is this is a lot of what your content is on Twitch, right? And oh, oh, yeah. And it is yeah, your yeah, big yeah, interest. Yeah. No, I yeah, don't, every, just... Everything we do in the game is to work towards better and gooder housing. Gooder housing? <laughs> yes, better and gooder beings. <laughs> that's why there's an hand in the middle. <laughs> um, Glenumbra. Okay, yeah, that's the one where I did the quests. That's right. Um so, it's, I mean, you're a good person to speak to in terms of this is one of the reasons why I asked you to be here other than just being awesome. Um, how do you feel about the crown store when it comes to housing? Is this, you know, in, and it, there's your specific situation, obviously, where you say, you know, you don't mind spending the money because you're supporting the game and this is the content you do and this is all good. Um, but as someone where, you know, predominantly a lot of this stuff exists... How does it make you feel to, you know, spend this, spend money on housing? Like, you know, this is the content I enjoy the most, but I have to pay money for it. And I know you don't have to do that for everything. So, so we're, we're talking about the concept of something being cost prohibitive. Yeah. Okay. Something will eventually be cost prohibitive, even if you're a millionaire. But let's, let's, let's focus on the concept for, for just a second. Um, it adds an interesting aspect to the game. Because if there's little to no resistance, if there's no drama, 
in the game in any aspect of the game not just housing um it makes it boring you know what i mean a, a certain level of automation takes away interest from the game okay. um so just having the crown store uh, available for housing items adds two very interesting aspects of the game one what is cost prohibitive and b how much can you get away with in your budget which mm -hmm. is really really fun a couple of my friends uh have plenty of money irl you know six figures a year no problem but their quest in life is to build the cheapest coolest house they possibly can so it adds like this very interesting dynamic where right. somebody like me where things can get quite cost prohibitive it's very challenging to me to make the most elaborate place i can within my budget um being much smaller than their budget it's it's kind of fun to see what we can come up with um so yeah from from a, a challenge perspective, it's it's very interesting, very entertaining uh, to get into and think about. And you know, these houses uh, they evolve over the course of a month. You know, earning the gold, earning the money, uh, you know, finding out different crown packs that are coming out, different uh, furnishings that are happening. Oh, I really want that shiny thing, but it's it's behind a achievement. I have to go out and I have to go get that achievement before I can bring all these items together and assemble a house over the course of a, a weekend. If you're a fast builder, you know, you were talking about lightly decorating your, uh, your guild hall. How long have you been doing that for? It can be very engaging over a long period of time. And, and that's why I call it end game. Uh, housing is best done. You can, you can start it right at the beginning of the game, get a tiny house, put modest furnishings in there, but it's best done. Uh, end game content when you've got mm -hmm. a lot of achievements, a lot of gold, a lot of friends who can help you craft things, a lot of patterns, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the crown store, very interesting uh, aspect of housing. An interesting you... aspect of housing. But how do you feel so we... like it's expensive? Like, is it, is it worth it? Is it like a simple, like oh, oh, if you want to buy oh, a oh, okay. chair, is that, it worth That backs $10? up to my last argument. Yeah. Um, if you're not sitting in a field meditating and spending all your money <laughs> on cancer research, no, there is no value added to society. It's entertainment only. Mm -hmm. And you should definitely work within your budget. And that, that's going to be my answer. You, you know what I mean? Time. So oh, no, yeah, work, yeah, yeah. work within your budget and do the best you can make the most flamboyant, outrageous, amazing house possible. And then show it to me. Cause I want to see how you did it. So um, how do you feel then with like, the crown exclusive pieces then is that love follow them. and love them you, um, you they're, feel they're, that it's their good? excuse that they use uh, from zoss is that they want a feeling of exclusivity um making are you being sarcastic or are you being serious no, no. make mm -hmm. making things cost prohibitive yeah. brings a level of exclusivity uh so i can bring you over to my lingual grand manor that you can't afford look at my amazing thing that you don't have oh, that's like real life <laughs> how amazing exactly. um, oh that's horrible i don't like that feeling <laughs> i do not like that it's the hobby i, I, I don't like that uh, you know some people are rolling around in a Bugatti Veyron, and I'd be lucky if I got a used Honda Civic right now. <laughs> it, it's a little tiny topic, huge implications. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, There's a lot true. of psychological implications yeah. that are implied with it, and the fact that like there are housing-dedicated streamers out there is in <laughs> itself a way to sell the housing. 
market and how players go oh my god this this house is amazing this pirate ship and everything that it's two hundred dollars and it's decorated so amazing but on top of that um there's the exclusive items but then there's also like you said it's a great in-game grind i really appreciate it for an in-game economy dump because i have like so many regulus and so much wax and i don't know what to do with it so i just sit there and i make housing stuff with my items because i'm drowning go. in materials from brits so it's a balance as well as an economy maker for Zoss's budget but it's how much is too much how much is too little kind of thing versus the mm. exclusivity and how much can be earned through crowns versus how much should we be allowed to earn through doing game content yeah they, they got an algorithm for this thing right you spent you spent some years in the in the gaming mm -hmm. industry so yeah they, they plug that in and, and see what market tolerance is and what they can get away with but mm -hmm. i think i asked earlier in the show would you buy a one thousand dollar u.s house because it, that's an extreme right 150 dollars mm -hmm. right now we're all like oh my gosh 150 dollars for a digital house for a digital area for you to put more furnishings in that you're probably going to spend more crowns on um would you do a thousand dollars? For a digital house tolerance? or a real house? What's what's market tolerance? <laughs> a real house, yeah. Of course. What's, what's <laughs> and exclusivity. Because mm -hmm. if they can get no. away with selling a thousand dollar house, not even a fast store tomorrow. I would probably. I did. I did the um, the crown sale for Christmas. I did the Telvani house for my boyfriend for his Telvani Magister character. We were super role play into it. And I think it came out to like with the crowns that were on sale, it came out to like eighty dollars plus a pack. Mm. So another twenty dollars on top of that. So but that was my market tolerance, I guess you could say, me personally, because I don't do housing a lot and he doesn't even play the game anymore. So Oh damn, that sucks. <laughs> you should really bring that up this Christmas. Be like, I'm not buying you nothing else unless you get back in your house. Yeah, start fucking, you know, making wow. putting stuff in there. Language, first of all. Oh god, okay. yeah, Jesus. Sorry. This is a Christian. Wow. This is a Christian Minecraft server. Watch your fucking <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry. I used the F bomb once in the in the in the cast. That was my F bomb. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's passionate though. It's a gift, you know. Yeah, I'm um, and, and and again, I'm I'm talking uh, housing as a. A hobby and B end game content. Um, I I don't I don't think anybody new to the game should be dumping assets, resources, time, energy mm -hmm. into this part of the game uh, because it comes to kind of world building. Well, you haven't explored the whole world yet. Go explore the whole world. Go play all the BGs. Go run around in Cyrodiil and get your butt whooped in uh, end game trials. Then get into housing. Would you that's my, say that's my opinion? That's what I would advise for the best uh, gaming experience over over the course of your time here in Tamriel. So, a lot of the housing items that you can get in there, we know, can be crafted by yes. just taking a, a little extra time, either a farming or b buying it from other players with the auction systems. But would you say it's slightly? predatory for players who don't want to invest that kind of time for them to buy it with crowns or would you say that it's paying for laziness i think there's a wrong way to do everything 
And I think the right way to do that, um, not to sidestep your question, but to address it directly, is to get to be part of a community that does housing, that enjoys housing, that does crafting, that shares uh, freely uh, crafting supplies and or furniture items and uh, get in, get involved. You know, it, certainly you can be an isolationist and dump your entire paycheck into this thing and not have to talk to another person, but um, it's an MMO. We're, we're meant to interact and I encourage people to do that. Go find a group of people that are that are doing this and with the new guild finder uh, i think that's easier than ever to do so would you say with the guild finder and the social features you're, you're you would say most average players are at least likely to buy the 25 crown breton table stand now instead of and asking <sighs> phil to go make it for them or do you think that there are still people out there that will do it yeah, wrong way to do everything yeah I, I've seen plenty of streamers who are not housing streamers exclusively build houses out of the crown store. I, if it's in your budget, that's nice, but I don't think it's a responsible thing to do. I don't think it, I think it, it deadens the fun of it. Yeah. You get the house, but there's a lot to be said for community, uh, to be part of a community to involve yourself in a community uh, to the point where they can help you, you can help them. You know what I mean? And uh, ultimately, if you're buying all this stuff, who are you, who are you showing it to, which is almost the best part of housing, um, inviting your friends over to run around and throw mud balls at each other while you're, <laughs> while, while you're doing it. And if they helped you build it, if they donated that one shiny piece in the corner, right? Like they're, they're better for it. They have a more enjoyable time. And so do you. So yes, people do that. I wouldn't advise it. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, these but, are these are at least there's like that option. I know I know what you're kind of like trying and, to get. And we us. are we are talking about the things that can be crafted. There are things mm -hmm. that can these these can be crafted, and I think it's a little predatory that you could buy it with crowns. Is my my huge I, caveat. You with know, it. some people have 18 hours a week to dump on a video game. Some people are you know professionals. Two hours, yeah. And can only do two hours. If you have the option, if you've yeah. got the money and it's yeah. part of part of your, you know, budget. Again, I like throwing that word around. Do it. If it's part of the budget, I, yeah, I think you'll get way more enjoyment if you become part of a community. Even if you're that mm. two-hour gamer, I would push you that direction. Go find some people who enjoy this, and we'll help you with it. I think the the problem I have is maybe that when you have, and this is something in Guild Wars and other MMOs, or the games in general. Is when you can have to buy, be able, you I can only buy something, um, like, and oh yeah, we'll be finishing, we'll be finishing, we'll fin we can finish on this point if you need to get that's all good, um, but basically like, on the store if you cannot, you can only purchase something, and you can't earn it in game. That's a big, that's a big thing for me. Like, and it looks better, and if you know it's more flashy, I think that that is something which. I'm not massively happy about, um, but you know, it exists in so many games and that doesn't mean it's okay. Um, and I know a lot of people feel that way, especially in like end game where they're like, you know, I earn this skin by doing this crazy thing, you know, this speed run, no death, la la la. And I get the skin <laughs> and now they can buy it in the jet like in the store. And it's like, well, you know, what differentiates, differentiates me from that other person? Oh, it's an achievement, but who's, who's going to say that you know, like, individualism is a really weird thing in western it culture is. Um, 
I, I understand the, People, the desire again, to right stand out, but yeah. Oh. They want something for their achievements. I think it's it's something people you know it's it's a human thing. It's we like to you know, um, and and again that's very general. That's a very general, general sweeping statement. Well, um, and, and just a broad statement, not necessarily on topic. But how how would you feel about holding up a trophy by yourself in a picture versus holding up a a, a trophy with a group of people? I mean, yeah, obviously. Like, I mean, for, how for does me, that make you feel? I mean, I Do would you feel rather, better in the group or individually. I would feel better in the group. I think you know these ones are, you know, it, 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 and again, you know, it's your own personal thing. You know, I would rather earn that with people. And and personally, again, I don't give a crap. Like, I don't actually care personally. But you know, these things exist for people where they generally want to earn something like and they've worked their asses off to earn that thing and but like you know like you said it's similar to the um you know you can't spend that much time in the game maybe they haven't got that time to to do that thing but sometimes maybe things shouldn't be earned by be able to be earned by and by money you know maybe money is not the answer to everything in the game and it's and it probably shouldn't be maybe but again it's your own enjoyment how you want to what you get out of it the community people and that's what and essentially i think an mmr mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is and i i really like your answer to that and and where i was kind of going with that is uh, uh some things can just be crowdsourced even if it is crown exclusive yeah. even if it is gold exclusive even Sharing if it is, is achievement exclusive you can crowdsource these things be a part of the community grow together and you'll have a better time not just in eso yeah. but in life now <laughs> we're going for life god that it? sounded cheesy <laughs> no you didn't you're fine um i mean think of like the best skins right now in the game what looks super good some of the feel. best skins Vmall, you have to have. Vmall is the best. Game. You at least have to have twelve other friends, you know. At least, you know, you have oh, no. to have friends no, no, to no, get those. No, 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 I, I paid for a run. Oh, you paid for a run. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you had to pay twelve other people. You know, Did you? these 11. skins, eleven. You know, oh, yeah, we have down. hacked. We have hacked instances, <laughs> but these skins, you, the the best looking skins, in my opinion, have always been the achievement ones, with the exception oh, sure. of Falkreath, because yeah. that one's creepy. But I don't, I don't like done... the Sunspire one either. I got Sunspire... it. I put it on for a second. I'm like, I look like an otter pop. Off. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they they were they're trying really hard to make sure that these achievement skins look good versus the crown score yeah. skins. There is look... a difference. There is a slight difference. Thankfully, they're they're, they're trying. They're really yeah. trying, and they need to keep trying. Is what I'm saying because yeah. they just released the Obsidian one, and it looks kind of like a toned down version of the cloud rest one but it's also just a reskin of the spider yeah, kit 614 per- was 614 a- was really like uh pounding that home when he was opening his crates he was talking about how mm. so so similar it looks to uh the vcr skin people don't know the that, difference uh, as well like, I he'll just he'll yeah. just put it on and nobody will nobody will care from a distance um but again that's that that's that trophy thing Mm-hmm. If you're put if you're putting it on because it's a trophy, I don't I don't know how far you're going to get with that. If you're putting <laughs> it on because it's aesthetically pleasing, I, I put more value in that. I have I have mixed mm-hmm. feelings on it. Uh, the community, oh, I would hope so. it's a complicated issue. It's, <laughs> the community, this with especially in the PVE community, there are some toxic ideals that if you do not have these skins, you cannot do content. 
if you don't don't come to my raid if you don't have silver don't talk to oh, me I if love you it. don't have oh, that's you know a great idea. Yeah. um and, and that's that's the toxic <laughs> end versus like the the other no, end where it's like i need I, I need my fashion like i love my vhoff skin it's beautiful it's gold and i do gold dye because i have the the dyes from doing jewelry crafting so but like it's less impressive to some PVEers because people can farm VHOF now, but I don't care anymore. Who are those? Are the sucky people? <laughs> and then, you have, yeah. then you have no, no, like... no, exactly. That's that's the point I was getting at. I, I love it when uh, guilds or whatever put put these really high strict standards mm-hmm. on their community, so I can weed out the tools faster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Play like even if I have the skin, it, I then go. I think oh, you have you. to be very You're careful. Not the community I want to have be to with. be very mm-hmm. careful mm-hmm. here as well, not to alienate people because people exactly. are different, and they and have they they have their interests, and there are those hardcore people. We are very. Well, I mean, we are it, focused. It's not, it's not just hardcore. There is content in the game where if you don't meet a certain yeah. standard, performance level, um, you're. Not we're not going to pass the content and people want to do it's that it's not that you can't come we way. want you to get better and you can come and it's, yeah. yeah but it's, you got a l2p man you got to learn how to light attack weave or whatever it is, you got to make you gotta a certain num- friend yeah you got to hump that dummy like there are some dungeons yeah. there are some dungeons and there are some trials where you literally have to meet a amount of dps role mm-hmm. to to defeat it like like, yeah, and think if, of the if, hard if modes. we don't have that really, really exclusive hard end game content, Alcas is going to go play something else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because those are those are kinds of that. It's a it's a different type of player base. Sauce is balancing and juggling a lot of player base. If you think about They're it, they're doing a great job. They are. I mean, I'm super naive. I, I haven't spent nearly the amount of time uh, behind the curtains that you have, but I really feel like I'm, I'm at least being placated sufficiently. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with some comments in chat. Like that kind of that attitude is is it can be destructive, but it also can doesn't need to be. Like there is like a, there's a competitive like some MMOs have had like competitive esports like. WoW had um, their, you know, their dungeon runs where technically it's almost like an esport as well where people commentate and, you know, people run dungeons. And that's a very, you know, exclusive kind of... It's almost seen as... There's there's always toxic sides to different parts. Of oh, communities. sure. And, and people are going to take everything too seriously yeah know. they will and there's, sure those there's toxic parts of housing oh you're using crafted britain is <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, there toxic parts of housing much, oh yeah there are very much uh rp exclusive people where if you're not using uh collision and gravity and uh you know rp like this this is an orc house you need all orc furnishings uh, arranged in a certain way that wow are, you, that's you, amazing i mean that's cool different though. levels yeah. you know what i mean for, for sure for everything and, and people will make things needlessly complex on purpose to keep their own interests i want to know I these I people them for i, I want to know, you know them. whenever i find a group that's a little too um extreme i back out i, I can't yeah, take the yeah, yeah, will yeah. anything that and seriously and as you can tell from the conversation but that's it there's there's there are the audiences and the people for those you know for those communities and i think yeah. you know it's we we might not be we're very community i think centric people um like i don't want to assume but i can you know from what ninja said and you know sound sound like we've got we stream on twitch you know we talked about just before we came on here we we're talking about games we play with our communities and different stuff i can i think i can say that without like you know asking your opinion right now you know we like community stuff 
Um, oh no, I'm I'm very uh, introverted. Uh, I like to hide in my houses. I mean, you can definitely be community oriented and be introverted. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. I'm quite introverted at times, and there is like and people might not believe that. Um, but you can definitely be introverted and be involved in the community. But there's I'm different very, very levels. Um, uh, but it's you know, it's it's difficult to. There's so many people that enjoy the game. I think as long as people are respectful and not assholes to each other, like, I'm good. You know, <laughs> don't be a dick is a really good rule for life in general. Um, I think we're going to we're gonna kind of wind it up now because I know San's going to go and, like, it's been about two hours now as well. Is there anything you guys wanted? There's so much that I have on this as, I, as ever. You know, so much other stuff that I could talk about. There's things like, you know, sky shards. Are they worth it in zones, for example? You know, is it good? Is it bad? Like, again, it's an option if you can spend oh, you mean the like money. Buying the, the, the sky shards if yeah, one yeah, character yeah. Buying the skill it. points and um, everything. Okay, so. And it, the talk, lines. Let's, and... let's go real quick. But we, we talked about predatory practices and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and that. People can definitely overspend. I appreciate never having to go to Cyrodiil again. <laughs> the, yeah. Yes. Ever, ever again. So it, for people who have really strong wills, it's great because, you know, Cyrodiil sucks. We can all agree right now. Some people uh, like for, it. For sky shard hunting. For sky shard hunting, Cyrodiil sucks. Or, or fishing. Or fishing. But, oh, like, I feel, I feel like for people who have weaker wills or people who are easily frustrated by playing the game for doing, like, tasks like that, they may spend more than they should have and i feel the fact that it is there it's kind of like you know you're on a diet and there's a thing of ice cream there your will will break it's a matter of what time when kind of thing and we should be respected as individuals i'm not a huge fan of it i know that it's not a pay to win per se because you have to have done it yes you have to have done it once which super appreciate i appreciate that yeah I mean, I will admit I paid for Sigic on a new alt because I'm never doing Sigic ever again. Because after the sixth time, the auger's yes. no longer funny. I have done it probably about six times now. I so <laughs> I, I can't do it like, anymore. Screw it. I've only but done it, it once. I had the crowns. It was my monthly sub allotment. I allowed myself to do that. Yeah. At the but for other people, it could be predatory. So oh, I have. He's very- always funny. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh my god, he's the funniest skeleton ever. No, he isn't. Make a second account and go through it again. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no I'm not trying to drag this. I'm not trying to drag this. No. <laughs> okay, right. And and the lines. Okay, so it's a similar opinion. Um, I think you know for both things. It, you at least you have to do it once. That's cool. So you get to experience it. If you want to buy it again because you don't want to do it again, you're repeating something. You have that option. People don't have to go into PvP necessarily that don't want to um, to get those things, which is a big complaint for a while. I think that's fine. Um, you know, it's up to people. Is it too expensive? That's another subject again. You know, that's your own personal value. You know, what do you place it? Is it your, you know, how much of your time are you going to spend, you know, leveling up this line and the shards? Like, how much is your time worth? Have you got the money, budget? Like, you know, we've been saying, educate yourself. Can you afford it? Is it worth it? Um, if it is, do it. If it's not and you feel pretty crappy doing it, then that's, that's you, you telling yourself that you should, shouldn't be doing it. Um, that's a good point. The banker skin, one point which was read actually reader mentioned to me last night when we were talking have having to pay the full amount for a banker 
when you already have one, but you just want a cat as a banker rather than an actual just person. Uh, it's an Elfique, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, and you know, these different things. I think you have to weigh up. I think a lot of this, what we're talking about today, because I'm going to wrap it up solidly now, is that um, you have control, you know, you have control over your money, okay? You have control over your money, um, whether or not you have kids that have access to your credit card online, you still have control of your money, you know? You can put parental locks on these things where, you know, for, for other stuff, obviously, you can, you know, um, you can deal out your credit cards, uh, you know, for your kids or the people that don't have them and you can help people spend money on things but you still have control over this stuff you can still manage it um no matter what you we're all adults and you know obviously when kids have access to this stuff it's not it's not the greatest thing but there's responsibility passed on to people who take care of those children and you know we all just have to be more educated and more aware of you know what we're spending our money on and maybe think you know if this doesn't feel good maybe i shouldn't be doing it on you know, if I don't like this thing, don't do it. You know, think with your wallet, um, which is what many people and say, reach out to, to people say. that you think they're they're spending too much. Yes, they're probably depressed and spending too much. Indeed, that is a good be, point. Be that friend to talk yeah. to them. Be like, hey, man, you just dumped like three hundred dollars in the game two months in a row. You okay, fam? You yeah. know, like we I'm, need to not I'm, be afraid. I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But don't judge them. Okay. Don't judge yeah, them for yeah. it. It's important that you do not judge. <laughs> but them. I mean, I need, I need constant attention. But yeah, because <laughs> because like it, we need to it, the dialogue for the mental health. Different people need to be just approached different ways, obviously. But like for me, if I had somebody asking me, be like, "Hey, you just bought sixteen character slots in Guild Wars two. What's up?" <laughs> And you're eating ramen? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your priorities, kid? Hey, lady, I love ramen. Okay. (laughs) I think as long as you. That may be a red flag for some people, but. With anything. But on a a serious note, though, if you're ever worried about anyone, as long as you approach them in a way where you talk to them on on the same level as you would, you want to be talked to yourself and you are not judgmental and you're respectful and you show genuine empathy and care that person will understand um they may feel if there's a judgment there if you've done that then the judgment is on themselves um and there's not much you can do about that unfortunately but you know just generally i think you know just and, consider- and on, use your and on the other end please please reach out please yeah. reach out i've lost too many friends please yeah, yeah. reach out this is i mean it, it really does go to like you know depression makes you do ugly things and reaching out is very important and we are probably three people you could probably do that to (laughs) as as well you know you've got our twitch i'm not saying that to everyone in the world please don't message me i would like to add a a disclaimer to that uh on on twitch uh streamers are a form of entertainment Mm -hmm. um talk to your friends talk to bring into the dms talk to a professional there's there's hotlines there's all all Mm -hmm. sorts of resources start there okay Mm -hmm. um we're we're not professionals jebro's Mm -hmm. working on it yeah talk to him (laughs) when he gets there then that will be a good time to reach out to jebro when i have a license Um, in america you can do that if you're in europe don't go okay don't go up to tom cruise (laughs) and start you know seeking for validation start start closer to home well said okay definitely reach out yes that is the very very important thing and we are now going to go sound and ninja monkey 
um, we are going to exit. So tell us quickly, where can we find you, Sound? Where can we find you? Uh, what time during the week, maybe? Um, to which Sound channel? illustrations. I stream from 7.30 to late uh, weekdays and on Sundays. I'm also on Twitter with Sounds Not Straight, spelled S-T-R-8. And uh, you can hang out with me there. Uh, we play games. We do ESO. We do Pokemon. And I'd love to have you all. There you go. Awesome. Ninja Monkey. Uh, Ninja Monkey 0169, Housing Mancer Extraordinaire. You can find me on um, Xbox, PlayStation, console, uh, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all at Ninja Monkey 0169. I've been very fortunate to be able to keep my, my name all the way across the platform. And, you know, drop follows and subs wherever it's free. <laughs> do the exactly go and follow these people um check yeah. them out especially yeah, if you're do, do the stuff. free stuff and only only subscribe and pay money for you know entertainment that you believe in that includes my channel and that includes the housing store and the housing store that includes the ground stores all right vote, vote with maybe. your wallet I'm, Indeed. I'm down that's what it's about okay guys um so that's gonna be the end of the podcast quick sell for me um, I do put this podcast on every two weeks, mostly. Um, this is the 16th episode. It has been about the Crown Source specifically. If you do want to follow me and come and watch the show live uh, every other week, or just if you want to come and watch daily, which I do, this is a full-time uh, employment opportunity, I will say, um, <laughs> then you can come over to twitch.tv slash Unity. I am in uh, Pacific time on the west coast of America. Although I am English, obviously, um, and doing many, many different things. So if you want to come and join us, then you are more than welcome to. But I would definitely uh, say that you should absolutely go and follow these guys uh, wherever you can. Their information will be in the description below this on YouTube, on Spotify, on uh, Anchor, on um, Twitch VOD and everything else. Otherwise, um, this has been the new companions on the... <laughs> 22nd of september 2019 this has been episode 16 uh thank you for joining us and i will see you next time